0: Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak.
1: Hi, my name is Paul Caroli, and I host a podcast called Changing Denver. It's a monthly show about our city's physical spaces, how we make them, and how they make us. But it's so much more than that. It's the conversations, ideas, and stories that define Denver's perpetual state of flux. Find more from our team at changingdenver.com. And join the conversation on Twitter, at Changing Denver. Denver's changing. We can help.
0: Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Where there'll be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720 6 Nerds 5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Georges Genti, and you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast.
2: Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Pop Culture Con 2019 and beyond. And this week, we're doing something different.
3: Different? You're getting... I fear change.
2: You're getting two episodes. Because we can't do Mary Poppins Returns without Ryan, who is sick, and James, who is spending time with his family. So we've invented a new kind of episode. We're going to have a sort of white elephant Christmas here at the Real Nerds Podcast. We're going to play a game. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> uh, I'm scared you guys. You
4: bastard! <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, we, we, we uh, came up with a different concept of the show. We've uh, Earlier today, we wanted to, to do an episode and still get together because um, we were so close to just doing the Mary Poppins show. Um, but like I said, Ryan got sick and it was probably me who infected him. Um, the virus is spreading. It's spreading. Yeah. Tons of the people are sick this week. That I was supposed to hang out with. Yeah, um, cities
3: will fall soon. You watch.
2: So what we did is we each picked five movies from either Amazon Prime or Netflix and sent the lists to Henry. Henry,
1: <laughs> I uh, on into, the honor yeah. system
2: put it into letterboxed.
1: Well, I put into I put. Well, you guys picked five. You, well, Brad picked five. Zach picked five. I picked ten to make my randomization a little bit more random. <laughs> um, and uh so then i threw it all into a letterbox uh list and then i rolled a d20 and i did, i rolled a d20 that determined which one you got which one you got which one i got and so that's how we decided who got what what which one and so and this is a real
2: process is when it wasn't just you looking through the list and being like i want to screw zach with this movie or no. ruin brad's life with this movie no no no, no. And it choose a movie that, that i wanted <laughs> to actually watch well when we get to what i reviewed you'll know that's not the case so. okay <laughs> <laughs> wow um
3: it might be the same for me
2: so yeah i didn't introduce everyone so we got henry here oh hello uh, in me. person yeah. actually in the room uh, of course zach as usual Woo-hoo. and before we start the game we have another bonus uh to this episode we have corinne in hello. the room
3: it's just a holiday surprise episode man
2: yeah yeah Yay. it's a it's a little extra present although yeah. it's uh, kind there's...
4: of unnerving you're like you want to play a game and i'm like i'm in your basement <laughs> <laughs> i'm here with a bunch of guys brad asked,
3: brad asked that question not me So, this is now his basement.
2: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just ignore all the industrial tools and blades and things strewn about. Ignore Uh, the the puppet mask. (laughs) Nothing's going to happen. Zach, dim the lights. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Corinne. So, this weekend, you can, in person, tell us what you've been catching up on.
4: So, this week on Catching the Classics, I'm revisiting a holiday classic, White Christmas which I have seen before, but I was in ninth grade. It was during a lock-in at school, so I kind of watched it, like, in... Parts sporadically throughout the night, and what? I was like sleep deprived and hyped up on, on sugar. So, in what? like
2: high school, or what they lock you in for, yeah, yeah.
1: what kind of, kind of lock in is this? Like, when I was locked in, it was like everyone needs to be quiet or else you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> so. no, it's just
4: it was just like a fun lock in sort of deal. Yeah, one of those
1: fun lock ins you all have,
5: <laughs>
4: it was during the holidays, so that's why White Christmas was on, but yeah, so revisited it this week and ah. Uh? Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I've talked to a couple of people that they're like, oh, White Christmas, I love it. I love it. It's so great. Oh, I watch it every year. I get why people like it, but I'm not one of those people. I remember when I watched it the first time, I didn't like it, Mm -hmm. but I figured, oh, that might have been due to my mental state, so I should revisit it to give it a real chance. And I still got really bored. I was looking at my phone the whole time, pretty much. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, there are some good parts of it. I, I like the cast. They're all very charming. There are a couple of good dance numbers. The one that's like, good things happen while you dance, which is think is like one of the first couple of songs. Um, of course, Bing Crosby is, you know, an amazing singer. So I'm totally down for watching him anytime. It's very
3: easy to watch him. do. Anything.
4: Um. Well, except for if you're watching it on Netflix, there's one scene where the Technicolor doesn't look very good. It's almost like his the blue in his eyes are like down here and his eyes are up here,
3: <laughs> so, so it
4: looks like you're watching this creepy ghost version of Bing Crosby <laughs> dancing on the stage.
3: It's Ted Turner fucking with you,
4: <laughs> something like that. But um, yeah, it just it's really weird. I don't like a lot of the dance and song numbers. They just kind of go on forever and ever. Those that era of musicals is the era of musicals i don't like very much because there's so the much dancing and i don't think the songs <laughs> had, are very good
1: like, like we had one era and that was it wasn't it
4: like, we had uh, modern day musicals
1: uh, well yeah but uncle
3: la land came out i don't call that an era because <laughs> <Like, laughs> there have been sporadic since then yeah um
4: there were a lot of them that came out in like the 40s and 50s and this is okay. one of those it, it it reminds me a lot of uh singing in the rain where it's just like they'll sing and then they'll dance for like five minutes and then they'll get back to singing
3: i feel like singing the well singing in the rain i've I've always felt as more unified as a musical like it's an early example of what a movie musical should be because the everything before that is so driven by the music that story suffers uh white christmas is definitely one of those um because everything post that, like, after you start getting into the 60, late, the 60s and 70s and stuff like that, that's when you start to see, like, your guys and dolls and West Side stories that actually care about the story. Mm-hmm. Um, White Christmas, I don't I, – I have not revisited it as often as other, like, films by Bing Crosby or Christmas-related. Um, I'll watch Wonderful Life before I watch White Christmas. Um, but I I don't know. Like, I'd have to revisit it. I know Rosemary Clooney's in it, and I like her, so I'd check that out for her. Um, but, yeah, – Sorry you didn't enjoy it, Corinne.
4: So I think overall I'll give White Christmas three out of five stars. Okay. And I'm going to go hide in a bunker now because everybody will want to murder me.
1: (laughs) I've literally (laughs) never heard of this film before,
3: so. What? Yeah, weird, right? (laughs) What?
4: White Christmas? (laughs) That's where the famous song is from. It's from the movie White Christmas. Well, it it was
3: introduced in the, the Holiday Inn film before that, but. Well, whatever. Yeah.
4: It's called White Christmas because we sing the song White Christmas in it.
3: Which is one of the most popular songs in existence, period.
4: Yes. Um,
2: And with only three stars, the war on Christmas continues.
3: I like Elf.
4: (laughs) Arguably, it's not even that Christmassy. It's almost like incidental that, oh, it happens to take place at Christmas. Oh, like
3: Die Hard? Need the weapon? (laughs) Yes, very
4: much so.
5: Um,
1: So
4: anyway, I'll let you guys get to it. Cool.
2: Um,
1: well, here, if you want, I'll show you the list of all the movies you put together. If you want to pick one that you've already seen, you can pretend <laughs> oh. to. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, okay. we, we need to find something for Corinne to do, because this is a really well, like, I did poorly planned see, episode. I
4: I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but I did go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and I went and saw Mary Queen of Scots. Ooh. So I don't know if you guys want me to talk about that, any?
3: I'd like to hear a little bit about Mary your, Queen your, of Scots.
1: your White Christmas was Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> oh, we decided. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay.
2: I, I think you should do both. Okay. Yeah.
4: I can yeah. keep it short.
2: Uh, but first, uh, you'll see that I've laid out, um, I guess, four stockings on the table now. Oh wow! Uh, oh, with wow. Our, our mystery <laughs> movies inserted inside them. Why
4: did you make mine purple? <laughs> I just want to change it bread. up, you know.
2: <laughs> it, the red's kind of overplayed, you know. That's true. And that threatening
3: uh, note on top of mine is unnecessary, Brad. Yeah. Well don't Mine's stick your hand in wet. it because there's a mousetrap in
2: there. <laughs> 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 stick your two hand sh- to find t- out. Two Henry. jokes just hit me yeah. surround sound <laughs> sound. Um Yeah, so there's there's uh Three mystery movies, and then two, you just heard what they be Corinne Stocking. <laughs> what could they be? <laughs> uh, I, I
4: pulled them out early. That's why we know.
2: Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, Corinne, who's going to go first?
4: Let's go with Henry. He's ah, the young one. Hello. Hey. Um,
1: oh, boy. All right. Well, mine was, let me open it up real quick. Do you want to like put in like a sound effect of like opening things? I'll, yeah, like a sleigh balls or some shit. All right, cool. So, <laughs> that's the name of so the. So we're gonna do is each person's
2: gonna open up their stocking, reveal their movie, and talk about um the movie that they were forced to watch.
1: All right, all right, all right. Well, let me open up my. It may
2: it, g- it may be a cookie. It may be a lump of coal. We don't know. Let's
1: find out. I'm gonna open up my wet stocking. Oh wow! It's Cam. I'll go see you guys in an hour and a half. I love this song.
5: <laughs>
4: to breaking top 50 I can taste it customer support how can I help you hi I'm locked out of my account and I think you guys are just replaying an old show or something
2: I don't think
5: that's possible we can't do that
4: Okay, well does it say my channel is live
5: yes (laughs) ma'am hey
4: we have a new friend that person is not me she looks exactly like you weird who is she unexpected things happen to test us it isn't safe
5: I've watched enough to guess who it'll choose, but I don't know what it is.
4: You stole my face and now I'm going to get it back.
5: You stole my face and now I'm going to get it back. Come on, let's keep playing.
3: Come on, let's keep playing. Let's have
4: some fun.
2: hour and a be- half you, be- you, got, you, you got you got off easy <laughs> no yeah when, I,
1: when we figured out what we were all watching in the future when we opened the stockings um i was like man i got the hour and a half when we isn't yours like two and a half hours i'm gonna cur- i'm gonna kill you yep <laughs> 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 all right cool so i just got back from watching cam uh right so, on so cam uh, what's cam cam is a netflix original movie about it's like a horror film i guess or like a thriller thriller or it's it's like shot and edited to be like a thriller horror type film yeah about someone's
2: identity being stolen um, i talked about this during the denver film festival yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes uh so i was this in the denver film festival it was oh wow really i don't yeah. know
3: what. um it was before it was released on netflix right yep oh,
2: okay uh, about the same week it came, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. simultaneously yeah. yeah
3: anyway cam
2: um so what you think of cam um, and what is it
3: so oh i mean
1: it basically follows this one girl who is a cam model who is uh, working her way up to being in the, in the top fifty on this one website, this one cam girl website, and then once that happens, things will get better, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she's she's almost there, uh, and then someone steals her identity and starts playing. This it, it's this really convoluted thing about how like it's a bot that can somehow mimic everything about her, but that's not how bots work. <laughs> that's not really how that works. <laughs> like and so like. I thought it was going to be like a ghost twist at the end of like, oh, a ghost took over her account and is now doing all this stuff. It's not. It's just someone made a bot. It, Stripper ghost. Well, I mean, I that would be interesting. Like, yeah, striptease I mean, with gonna, a ghost? Yeah, Man. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, I don't know. The It does a lot of anxiety building in the film. Uh, so, make like you really anxious in the film. But at the same time, though, the whole aspect of well, one—I was also—I have like friends who also work in this industry, so I know how it works, um, and I know that's not how that works um, throughout. Um,
2: Which is interesting because this is a movie made by someone in the industry. Well, yeah, so. and it's like
1: it's like I don't know, maybe it's like maybe where they made, it, but like my friends that do it, it's very different than that, at least. Or it's like I don't know, but from my from my point of view, from what I can tell, from what my friends tell me about it. The total top fifty thing, just it's it's really just the higher. There's really not really a ranking either. It's more of just like who's more popular online right now, um, and uh,
3: trending like on Twitter.
2: Yeah, and uh, well, I think about the ranking is like you get more money. Well, yeah, when but you're I mean, more popular. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, and I get that part, but it's just like you're gonna get money, It's right. um, also just like how the they were tipping. Isn't really how tipping works in the thing either. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, I thought she was really good in it. The, the lead actress, I can't remember what her name... Madeline Brewster, I think is her name. You're um, right, yeah. Yeah. I thought she was good in it. Um, I just thought the writing was kind of convoluted and just didn't... Uh... It It set up this big mystery without figuring out what the solution to the mystery was. And the finale... It was just kind of confusing and just didn't make a lot of sense to me.
2: Yeah, that's how I felt too. Is like yeah. it was thrilling, and then you're like, "Well, how did that even work?" Yeah, like it's, like it's like you just made up this,
1: like it's it's like they took process. the ending of Oblivion, like the Tom Cruise <laughs> film, and put that into a Cam girl environment, and it just didn't make
3: any sense to me. And so, but uh, I yeah, a, I mean, I want to do a double feature of Cam and Oblivion now. I haven't seen neither of them so. I don't think you need to see either of them. Um. Yeah. Like I, su- I suppose
2: in the, the, the distant future computers will be smart enough to generate like holograms no, I mean, of people that and like, and like, look like them. And like they've gotten to the point where it's like the whole deep fake stuff online. Like so you could
1: theoretically do this kind of stuff. But it's just I don't know. They're, every year, someone releases some kind of horror thriller about the cam girl industry, and they're never good. <laughs> no one's cracked that code yet.
3: They're like um, five listed for Walmart only on Blu-ray.com every time I look down for reviews of the Blu-rays.
1: It's... I don't know if it's just that like, we're like, oh, it's like a new stripping profession, so we need to fucking get into this market and figure out what's going on there. But one, <laughs> we don't really need to. Uh, and two, there's really not a story there, usually. It's, it's like the story of a strip club, but without the people. And... Uh, but I don't know. It's
3: uh, it's showgirls, but sad. I
1: would say it's it's definitely interesting how they play up the anxiety because they do the the directing of the anxiety is really well done and the editing to it is really well done because uh, it's just very oh my god throughout the entire film. But uh, I don't know. I just think the payoff wasn't really worth it in the end. Uh, and I, or I think a better way to say this I think you could definitely do this would be a much more effective short film than it would be a feature film. I think if you make this a solid 15 minute short that could be really interesting. I think I the think
2: Q&A like, they said like this was their student film that they yeah, that, expanded that makes, on. That makes a lot of yeah. sense.
1: Yeah. This is, this is like a 15 minute short. And also like the whole the whole like problem of the Snowline Identity thing doesn't come until like 35 minutes in. And so just like look, I think they just kind of meander too much in the film. And I think that if they kind of shortened it up and kind of tightened it to be a little bit more tight and make it and I'm sure I would love to see their student film on it because I'm sure it's probably much more tight and probably a much better done film. Uh, but yeah, Cam, glad I saw it. All right.
4: <laughs> I'm really interested to see this list, to see if yeah, I know exactly. any of the films yeah. on it.
1: I'm sure you have. Um,
4: oh no, what does that say about my taste in movies? Well, some of them were actually okay films.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we uh, the mandate was, like, make half of your five good films, well, yeah. movies you think might be good, and the other half be, like... <laughs>
3: I didn't get that mandate after, I, tough to watch. after I sent my list. So yeah, I just sent a list of like, are like these, these are things the I poster poster think we off, might want to watch. Yourself, I don't know. <laughs> for
5: you. Um,
4: the only one I've seen is Hold the Dark.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh,
1: wow. Um, I will say, because you were like, oh, we should make it painful. And so I picked some like
2: really bad films. <laughs> and then you guys gave me your films. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in hindsight, too, I probably should, like, maybe we should have just done like a Christmas list. Yeah, <laughs> pick a holiday film, and
4: so then eh. that way Henry could see White Christmas. I could see White Christmas. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I've never seen oh, it either. Well, so yeah. Guys, let's just pause it and watch
3: White Christmas. Come back about an hour and a half. That was about white supremacy. It's so two hours.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming Brad, you put that one on the list.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah, that was. Yeah, I can tell you who picked what after we're done, or I can tell you now too. Yeah, okay, or so but yeah, that was. Uh, that was Brad's pick, was Cam.
2: And so, yeah, and all I did was I opened up Netflix and picked the five things that I... Well, uh, yes. I mean, it, it was I hadn't recently seen it, but it was just like, I scrolled through and like, oh, that seems like something it would be tough for them to watch.
1: Well, was also, of the 20 films that we all selected, uh, 19 of them were 2018 releases, or close <laughs> enough, and then one of them was from the 90s. <laughs> that one was yours, too. So. I, almost,
2: I almost did Ordinary People from the 80s. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the, it's the last thing I, I did watch. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. It's very yeah. slow. Yeah. Um so cool. Yeah. Cookie or coal <laughs> Uh I
5: haven't
1: thought candy of a name cane. for this game yet. Candy cane? Yeah, somewhere in between.
2: <laughs> <All right. laughs> Cam gets the candy cane ranking in the first real nerds holiday White Christmas. Like <laughs> White, yeah, White <laughs> Elephant. There we go. Yeah. Good game. title, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's gotta be something clever and punny we can do. I'm sure. Next year. Zach. Yes. What did you have to sit through?
3: Uh, let me open up my uh, stocking that you gave me. Feels feels uh, weighty and feels like it was passed off to someone else. Oh, I got Andy Serkis' directorial outing, Mowgli.
5: I've never seen a man come before. It's so smooth ah! Kira why am I different
3: you are special
1: little brother
5: you've got hands so let's use them sup sure. sure. ah! <laughs> 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 my way i shouldn't let them pick on me like that
1: Wolves are supposed to be with other wolves he's not a wolf i've
5: seen the way you look at the village well, Kling, you are one of them
0: son Mowgli. Nothing can ever change that.
5: The jungle is changing. Man is taking more of it. and The boy may just be our only hope of survival.
3: We're afraid of what man might do to us. The pack needs you Mowgli.
5: You've grown. I am not a man, but neither am I a wolf. Which of you will follow me? Mancombe, the whole jungle
0: has been watching you.
5: I won't fail.
4: I'm interested to hear about this.
3: Yeah, um, so I actually um, I had to think a lot about this film after I watched it, which it, but I don't not in the way I usually like thinking about films. Um, so Mowgli is directed by Andy Serkis, written by um, I think the guy who wrote a lot of the Harry Potter adaptations, um, Stephen Cloves is his name. Steve Cloves I think his name is anyway. Um, so Mowgli was supposed to come out in 2016 and then got pushed and pushed mainly because of Disney releasing the jungle book and that thing blowing up like gangbusters. So this film's only an hour and 46 minutes. So I actually got off kind of in the middle between you two somehow, but more toward him. Um, And uh, so the film is basically the story of Mowgli being told he's got to leave the man, the village to go or leave the uh, pack to go to the man cub village and then saying, "No, I don't want to be a man cub. I want to be a wolf and stuff." But so the stories between this and the 2016 Jungle Book from Disney aren't too far off from each other, but there are very key differences. Like the pathways somewhat similar in as much as the whole goal is cure, kill Shere Khan, and they they both chose chose interesting ways to kill him. In the Disney film, it's with the fire, which is the typical Disney version. Um, this version is incredibly dark and gritty and unnecessarily brutal. They talk him into suicide. No, I wish that would have been. That, then I would have just said best movie of the year. Like fuck everything else on my list. Like Mowgli, Mowgli, Mowgli. Um, but uh, no. So um, and it's got an impressive cast. So like the film opens with a Lord of the Rings type prologue monologue by Kate Blanchett as the state ka. Going like, the jungle's been here for the past, and it'll be here for the present, Blah, blah, blah. Mowgli's really Frodo. I don't know. And then it dissolves into Mowgli's origin story. His mom's killed by Shere Khan. Bagheera, the panther, played by um, uh, Christian Bale in this, uh, finds Mowgli, brings him to the wolves. Wolves raise him as their own. Hala. And um, this film is like... so from there it kind of goes into his life in the wolf pack and like Baloo's already part of the wolf pack and he trains the other wolves on how to run with the pack and Baloo's played by Andy Serkis and uh, he's basically a drunk bear Um, which or a surly bear I guess you would say Um, he looks like Andy Serkis as a bear because it's got a lower lip thing going on which is interesting Um, I'd say it's very close to his character in the King Kong remake (laughs) Um, That isn't King Kong, like the cook character. Um, And so Mowgli can't run with the pack. He, uh, at the same time, Shere Khan's trying to invade on the territory. Mowgli uses fire to try to scare off Shere Khan. Shere Khan goes away. Akilah, the head wolf, says, "You, you brought shame onto me. You broke the laws of the jungle. You're banished. Mowgli, in a fever dream... runs into into the jungle and somehow falls upon the man village, which is being visited by a hunter whose goal is to take down the tiger Shere Khan. Mowgli wakes up in a cage, and an eerie Victrola British record is playing as he's struggling to figure out why he's in the cage, so it turns into a horror movie for 30 seconds. And then Mowgli starts acclimating to the man village, uh, finds out that the hunter's been hunting his... Uh, animal friends including a young white wolf who was Mowgli's friend and has now been stuffed and you see Mowgli petrified like Mowgli goes through a lot of emotional shit in this movie that seems only unnecessary because I'm only familiar with the Jungle Book from Disney's point of view so maybe this is what Rudyard Kipling was writing about which is like and then he saw a stuffed body of his friend and he was frozen like a man in war so Mowgli goes back to the jungle and says Tiger's going to come, you need me. Kela says no. He says fuck you, I'm going anyway. Goes and gets the elephants to help him kill Shere Khan. Mowgli's gotten a knife from the hunter guy uh who's killed all the other elephants and friends and stuff. Mowgli just starts stabbing Shere Khan with the help of the elephants because he gets him trapped in a tree and shit. Uh so instead of using fire, Mowgli's just stabbing a other uh, stabbing a fool. And um Elephants kill the hunter because the hunter killed uh, took one of the tusks of one of the elephants, so ha, revenge. Um, Mowgli is about to kill Shere Khan. Shere Khan goes, ha ha, I'm not really dead, and goes to lunge at Mowgli. But Akela jumps in front and saves him, but also gets shot by the hunter in the process before he dies. So Akela says, ah, uh, you did good, but I'm going to die. So now you're the leader of the pack. Uh, lead them <laughs> dead. And um, then... Mowgli goes over to Shere Khan. Shere Khan puts out one last effort to kill him. Mowgli stabs him again and says, Sleep well, Shere Khan. Be angry no more. And it's all kinds of eerie. Uh, And then it ends with Mowgli running the jungle. He's now their lord and savior, master thing. Um, (laughs) This film is incredibly, like considerate of its themes and in terms of if a boy is actually raised in the jungle how do how does this work but and again part of this is because I've grown up with the disney version for so fucking long that I am tainted I I didn't enjoy myself necessarily I raised my eyebrow more than once um I was I but it's it's not really necessarily the movie's fault because you can't do Disney outside of Disney. So this obviously is the route you go down. And I think Andy Serkis does a good job with the material he's given. The film looks beautiful. Uh, the motion capture looks excellent. Um, it's actually, I think on par with the stuff they did with the Disney version and actually blends real life stuff a little bit better because there is a full segment in a man, a, a, a human village. um, but the biggest issue is is that it seems like the third act is too rushed. Um there's like portions of his time in the Man Village cut out or just kind of like connecting tissue that was probably needed. Um I don't know if this is the reason that they didn't know what to do with it other than the Disney problem. But you probably could have released this fine in like a dead month and maybe made like, I don't know, sixty, seventy million. It definitely wouldn't have recouped your budget but it could have been like a place to shove something. I don't know. It sucks because I would have liked to see this in the 3D and the large screen because it does look beautiful, but I don't know. I, I wish we could do better by circus in terms of a director because the two films he's released so far have gotten limited releases or no releases in theaters. So what was, what was the other one? He is breathless or something. It was the film with Andrew Garfield as the guy who was paralyzed. Breathe, um, breathe mm. that's it, yeah, Um, which got like, dumped somewhere for awards consideration but it went nowhere um which sucks i haven't seen it yet but but i think circus is very talented behind that camera i just think he's kind of it's interesting he's given a project that probably no one else wants especially if you're going to compete with disney and just says no i'm gonna fucking do it so if you are interested in seeing what he did with it yeah by all means go it's a breezy watch of like an hour and 40 minutes um, but I don't know. I don't think I'll revisit it anytime soon, unless I can find a way to see it in the theater, which is unlikely as all hell. Um, I I I will say though, like I really liked Christian Bale as Bagheera, and like I had an inner conflict in my head going like mm, I really like Ben Kingsley as Bagheera in that Jungle Book one, but Christian Bale could have been fine in that role too. Like Kate um, Blanchett as Ka, though, I don't think that works at all because uh, she just sounds too much like Galadriel, and it just kind of messes with my brain a little bit. Uh, Andy Serkis says Baloo is different. And that's all I'll say about that. He's fine. It's just I have two versions of Baloo in my head. One's very predominantly Phil Harris and the other one's Bill Murray. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Mowgli. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like, if you're drunk at midnight and have nothing else to watch, maybe this is something for you.
1: I mean, I'd say that, like, I think Netflix was their best option. I oh mean, yeah, like,
3: absolutely. Netflix paid two hundred million for
1: the project. Yeah. Oh which my is, god. So like they got their they got their money <laughs> back. Um, <laughs> right. Which is more than they probably would
3: have gotten if they released it in theaters anyway. Yeah. And I'll so. say that I've seen, <coughs> I've seen two films that Netflix was given through this dumping process this year. One was Cloverfield Paradox, and the other one was this. This is way better than Cloverfield Paradox. That's not saying much though. Like your your Cloverfield Paradox was going to be dicey no matter what, and. But this one, I think, has enough going for it where it's not on level of as an asylum film or anything where it's trying to trick you. But like, it's just as watchable as Jungle Book, but not as fun. So that's kind of like where its problem lies. Like, I'm not gonna like bash it with a stick or anything. It's that's kind of unfair. Anyway,
2: Mowgli. Bye. Yeah, I guess that brings it to my stocking.
1: Yeah. Before Wait. we get there, I just want to say that. Mowgli was the only film that literally all of us picked.
3: Oh, really? L- literally really? all of us were like Mowgli. I want to hear someone talk about that, <laughs> but I have no interest in watching it. So oh, <laughs> I was the only. Oh, I thought I was the only one to put it on there. Oh, yeah, we all put it. On I there. completely forgotten
2: they'd gotten that movie to Netflix. So yeah. <laughs> did we all only go to Netflix too? Did, was there any, any Amazon? No, Prime? I
3: went to Prime because they the Prime had stuff, yeah. First Reformed, and I didn't put it on the list. But uh, you were never really there, but. I did. I put it on those. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did. I did five Netflix five. five I want to so. see that film, but I don't. I'm not in the mood for it these days, right now. I don't know why.
4: Yeah. So, would you give it cookie or coal?
3: Hmm.
2: Or candy, candy. Advent calendar. I can't eat one of those though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> um, I'm really I know. Um, to that can, candy cane's a good medium. Yeah. So uh, you... actually,
3: you know what? I give it a cookie. Oh well, um, on on. All this weird, (laughs) bizarre. But maybe like an oatmeal cookie. Where does that fall? Advent calendar. Not quite edible, but not quite inedible. So in between (laughs) coal and candy cane. Yes. Okay.
2: So there
4: is a little two out out of five. five Yeah. Two out of
2: five. Yeah. A possibility of thirty different treats. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. But like
3: none of them all really coalesce into one giant meal. There you go. I knew what I was talking about. Sure. Great. (laughs) Cool, Brad. All right. Reach into your stocking and see what
2: lovely film
3: you have for us. It looks pretty thick and long. I wonder what it could be.
2: Yeah, I was blessed <laughs> with this two-hour and ten-minute drama. You're welcome, bro. <laughs> and pretty sure that came from Henry. <laughs> 100% sure it came from Henry. Henry's I list.
3: Love, I love finger guns, Henry. <laughs> uh,
2: my movie that I was forced to endure... Um, is about a terrorist attack in Norway, mm. Oslo, Norway, called 22 July.
3: Welcome everyone. We are going to do an exercise called If I Were
0: Prime Minister. Sure. Vilja, can you start? Uh, sure.
4: <laughs> okay, um, where I come from? Everyone is welcome, regardless of uh, nationality. And if I was Prime Minister, that's
0: what I'd stand for. A large explosion has gone off in the center of the city.
5: We will suspend activities until we get some more information, okay?
0: I'm PD. You heard about the bomb in the city? Yes. I've been sent to secure the island.
3: Actually, can I see your ID? Yeah, sure.
2: What was that?
5: Run, run, Toria! Run, run!
1: This now looks like a coordinated gun and bomb attack. ...heightened sense of security and
5: alert. Where's William? Something went badly wrong, and we need to find out what. It's the only way we will get through this.
0: I want to make him see what he's done. I just want to beat him. Then maybe this is your chance. The person they arrested, he asked for me. Why? There are witnesses I need to cross-examine. Norway isn't on trial. You are. Are you sure about that? I just don't want to be weak. Not in front of him.
4: You can be weak and still strong. You know that, right? I still have hope. Dreams,
5: family, and friends. And I choose to live. It's come to go okay. I promise you.
2: It's not that terrible. It's, it's just, not that
1: bad. But what's really fun is that we got like some pretty fun films. And then I gave you a film that the first three minutes is a school shooting, yeah. and the
2: rest of it is a guy recovering from a school shooting. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's and it's it's not like a ter- typical narrative where you like follow one person's yeah. journey through. It's like you watch a dramatic recreation of the shooting, um, and then it just constantly time jumps as you go through. Because yeah, the shooting happens. I'm like, what are they gonna do? And also, I, I don't typically skip ahead on Netflix mm-hmm. outings. So when I'm I, when I started to get bored and watch the timer. Yeah. And it said like one Oh one on one side and like one Oh five on the other. I was like, Oh, that was brief. And it's almost over. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the red bar was still in the middle of the movie. Yeah. And then (laughs) I was like, another 20 minutes went by. I was like, how it hasn't ended yet. And I realized, Oh, this is a two hour movie. Mm -hmm. Damn it. All right. So anyway, yeah, really this movie is just dramatic recreations of exactly what happened. Um, and it, you know it's it's sort of documentary style um cinematography um but yeah the shooting happens and it's graphic and um then yeah you you watch the recovery of the one kid that they do focus on mm-hmm. um and his post traumatic stress of that um and then probably the most interesting part is the assassin or the terrorist um specifically hires a, a lawyer um who is directly opposed to his ideology yeah. um and forces him to represent him, which I don't know like he I like, did he hope to convert him to his well, ideology I mean, or like what what yeah, his strategy like, was for that process. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this guy's obligated to defend him. Um and they, and they initially uh get him off on an insanity plea um, and the country goes nuts, obviously, that's ridiculous. Um and then uh shortly after the uh terrorist decides like well if i'm declared insane and i just go through treatment you know no one's going to hear my message so he orders the lawyer to change his plea to guilty so that he is afforded a platform will ha- have to stand up in court and speak to as to why he did this because uh, he believes that you know there's millions of people out there who are on his side mm-hmm. um and will vindicate him um and yeah so you just watch uh that whole process, and then the the one kid who got shot five times and survived um you know his struggle of you know his goal is to spend the next eight weeks advancing his treatment so that he can stand up in court and testify against him mm-hmm. um, <coughs> and yeah the probably the most interesting part was the conflict of like how rough it is to know for certain a guy is guilty, um, and the lawyer has to <laughs> argue that he's not guilty. Uh, given, you know, he was captured at. So the the the, the attack was in Oslo. Um, first, this terrorist um, who's a white supremacist, right wing mm-hmm. nutbag, uh, drove a van to the uh, prime minister's office and detonated it. And while the city was dealing with that, he drove over to an island that has a summer camp for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's separated by you, you can only get there by ferry. So after he assassinated the ferryman, you know, he goes in there. Yeah. There what you know you can't the the police can't just drive on over there. They yeah. have to find another way to get over there. It's, it's so it takes longer.
3: Yeah, it's basically just a death trap at that point.
2: Yeah, and he was dressed as a police officer. So when he arrived at the camp, you know, obviously he's immediately welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's chasing all the kids around the camp, uh, you know, the ones inside don't know. So he's able to don the disguise of the police officer many times and trick them and mm-hmm. just you know executes everybody horribly um calls them liberals and marxists and um yeah but he's he's captured by the police uh alive um when he surrenders and uh yeah then the lawyer um you know this this whole thing that he's, he's forced to defend him so the public assumes that they're he's on his side and so he gets threats at his home of like you know how you're a monster how can you defend this guy, mm-hmm. um, but you know that's that's the process uh, to, for 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 a fair trial. Um, so, um,
4: what year did this take place?
1: This was fairly recent. It this doesn't was really like say. 20, it was like 2012 was when it happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is like, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: It's within this decade for sure. Okay. Um, but it, the movie movie doesn't really it never has like a. A card on the screen or something that says like here's this person or mm-hmm. this is no this or anything location like. yeah mm-hmm. um, it's really just you're just thrust into it um, you know it cuts away to the prime minister sometimes because um, he's supposed to be important but the movie doesn't really feel like he's yeah, he, in like a poor the three part story, of the story. he's really yeah because yeah. by the end like he ha- he takes a meeting with all the victims families because you, you assume like they're going to complain and be like you know uh, he, like he has to call an inquiry into like how come the response was so poor um, cause obviously the island, yeah. um, but still like people want, you know, heads must roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- at the end, the meeting is, you know, um, he's got all the families around. He's like, you know, we failed you. We're sorry. You know, we're looking into ways to improve our response. And the families are like, are you kidding me? Like, we know this was an impossible situation, like yeah. that you can't pre- prepare for. So he gets off and it's just like, well, there was no drama in that scene. So <laughs> like, awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Why well, have it. Um, 2011, by the way, it looks up.
4: Okay. <coughs> I guess don't have summer camps on an island?
1: But I mean, that's not the. Yeah. yeah that's not even the yeah. Yeah. Still, Don't have summer camps.
4: I mean, Friday
2: <laughs> the 13th tackled this subject.
1: <laughs> I imagine someone watching the movie. Plenty of like, times.
2: Boy, well, now
1: I know that summer camps shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's um, just,
4: just invitation for bad things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether fictional or in real life, apparently.
1: Yeah, you better look out like
2: people on those private islands. Mm. Tisk, tisk. Um. <coughs> So, yeah, like my, my biggest thing is like what made it unenjoyable for me was just how it's very long. And it just is, it's just like matter of fact of like, no, yeah, I recreated yeah. this thing. Enjoy. And like, there's no, but if, in a very green grass fashion,
1: it doesn't really say anything. It's just like,
2: hey, look at this. Yeah, it presents so, all fa- uh, sides fairly. Like, it's not like taking one point of view. Yeah. Um, and then the troubling part is like, okay, well, you're giving the terrorist a platform. Um, to express his views so like you're doing damage well
1: you're essentially giving him what he wants <laughs> yeah like
2: he yeah and also at the end like his cell which may not be accurate to what he's at, but like he even has like a giant window in his cell i'm just like so he's in solitary but he gets to look at the view of the road like all the time at least like yeah. doesn't seem like yeah that cruel um <sighs> so like he just he just he killed 77 people and wounded 200 so i think he deserves a little harder time yeah, um, and I think he's not even like he might be even eligible for parole. Like it's not even like <laughs> I don't know about
1: that.
5: But I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
2: it, it, they didn't say like life sentence at the end. They just said like you know you're confined in solitary for a certain amount of time, yeah. but not like yeah, there wasn't hope for him. But um, yeah, that's twenty two July. Thanks for not giving me that one, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he,
1: he was given only twenty twenty one years. So,
2: oh, so yeah, so yeah. he could, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Mm.
4: So coal or cookie or candy cane? Yeah, candy, candy, candy cane because it's like
2: but a hug. <laughs> coal for like <laughs> From the experience. Yeah. Coal for the experience of it. Like cookie because like you know it's based on a real tragedy, so I can't be like, oh, that's a bummer. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's inherently a bad time. Um.
3: But it does kind of like, say up front, like, you're not, like, it's like United 93, you're not walking into... That's a, exactly into what a... I was thinking. If, yeah. If
2: you're not going to follow, like, a point of view or, like, a specific character journey and, like, a, like the one kid who got shot five times and, like, goes through a recovery, like, that's probably the closest human story you follow.
3: Which I think that should be the predominant story as yeah. opposed to... I I mean, like, I've I've tackled this subject before. But I don't think you need to be showing a shit ton of the shooting. You should be focusing on the human element of it. But yeah. that's also a personal preference. Like also, so. I
1: mean, what's interesting for me, at least, is that when I watched it, like, when I recommend to people, I'm saying, if you actually <laughs> want to see it, I would just watch the shooting at the first scenes of the shooting.
2: I would rather and, just watch a, watch a documentary. Like, if yeah, you just watch a documentary, recreate like, it, then I think this... the
1: shooting is where the film succeeds. Like, that, that's the best part of the film. Really? To the, mm-hmm. to, unfortunately. Because yeah. everything after that just kind of, it slows down and it's none of it's really good enough to get me really compelled to care about any of the characters after it. So and maybe, there's even
2: yeah. like a ridiculous, like snowmobile chase yeah. <laughs> after the kid <laughs> recovers. Cause he's like, he, he's in a fog where he, you know, his whole life's changed and he doesn't know how to deal with it. So he just like steals the family snowmobile and goes yeah. out. And then his little brother is like, mom, dad, he stole the snowmobile. And there's like a car chase that's like yeah. shot, like, you know, a taken movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just bails out on it. Um, and starts crying. Um, it's, it's, it feels a little forced. It's like, oh, we need to, in a two-hour-plus movie, we need to add more to it. Yeah,
3: I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to watch it at some point because um, I think Greengrass is an interesting enough director. But from the sounds of it, it sounds like the part that I'd be most interested in he doesn't know how to handle. So yeah, I mean, um, if
2: you're, you're going to recreate the thing, just I, I'd rather just watch the documentary because you know yeah, if, cause, if you're going to dramatize it, you need to. I mean, like embellish a little bit.
3: Yeah, it being a real life thing that like kind of puts you in a corner of like you're not going to win no matter what. Whereas if it's like, if it's like Elephant, uh, the Gus Van Sant film, it's a little. He's creating his own version of that kind of scenario, so he kind of gets away with it. But even even then, it's 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 a subject that's hard to talk
2: about. Or you go the route of like, yeah, the first five minutes are the the shooting, but the rest of the movie is the moral implications of having. You know, being a lawyer who is forced to defend a guy that yeah. you know shouldn't should be guilty, and then also how do you, know, you how do you live past that? And right. also, like the moral implications of putting his platform out there mm-hmm. um, when you know you should be covering it up. So right, oh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah, that's the more interesting movie to me. So
1: there was a German film that came out last year called Into the Fade. Uh, that's essentially that. Uh, that's a much better made film. Oh, uh, the
3: Diane Kruger film. The Diane Kruger one.
1: Ooh, yeah. I do want to watch that. Uh, I read that for Our House, asshole, which might return at some point in the future. <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. Um, so like, uh, but uh, yeah. So I would have, if you if that's what you're kind of looking for, I'd check out that film. So which I think is probably on Amazon. So
2: but, cool. Yeah. So we got one more stocking, and it's got two movies in it.
5: Ho, ho, ho
4: Oh, I wonder what it could be that I already saw before the show. <laughs> oh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and. Mary Queen of Scots. Wow! Oh my gosh! It Serendipitously, just happened to be the two movies I saw this week.
3: Wow, that's convenient. <laughs> so, what did you think of Mary into the Scotterverse? Probably two similar movies, right?
4: Oh, so similar. Okay, which one? Which one do you want me to talk about first?
1: I want you to talk about them at the same time and review them as though they're one movie.
4: <laughs> I don't know how I would do that. So much. I guess there's a lot of drama with w- women and spiders. <laughs> Spider Women.
3: Margot Robbie plays Miles Morales.
2: <laughs> Spider Man is the Queen of England. <laughs>
4: queen of Scotland, okay. Queen of Scotland. Anyway, Gwen.
2: Gwen Spider Gwen's the Queen of uh, England, and yeah. Spider Man is Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just review them separately. I
4: was, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs>
3: Nicolas Cage is in both of them.
4: <laughs> um, I guess I'll talk about Spider-Man first. since I, I know you guys reviewed that on the last episode. I haven't listened to your review of it yet. I'm mm. assuming you liked it. Cause...
1: I also haven't seen it, so please don't spoil it.
4: Okay, good so, to know. Like... Good to know. Um, but I'm assuming you all loved it, because if you didn't, then I need to like beat you up right now. because that well, We movie... all know that
1: Ryan hated it, because he
3: hates all things <laughs> Spider-Man. So. Yeah, um,
2: it's the first Spider-Man movie that he... Was yeah. like he, he wants to forget it. Yeah. He threw, he took
3: sure. a, he took Kellen to the screening with me, and then when he was done, he threw Kellen at the screen. That's how angry he was.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, no, th- I mean, I when I saw the like the trailers and everything for it, I was like, I don't really have any desire to see this movie. But I saw clips of it, and I heard it was really good. So I was like, fine, I'm canceling my movie <laughs> pass. So I've got a couple of days left in that. I'm just gonna like use it and go see this movie. I am
1: shocked you lasted this long. I know,
4: right? <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, this movie's amazing. Everyone needs to see it. Even if you don't like Spider Man, you should see it because this movie is visually stunning. I was just like glued to the screen. It was just and you think like, oh okay, they can't do anything new. They can't do like okay, once you've been in the movie for thirty minutes, you're like, This is fun, you know, like I'm used to it now. But then the climax hits and you're like Uh, Mm -hmm. like everything you remember like when we saw Doctor Strange yeah, and it was just like there's so much happening but it's all like gorgeous and you're like oh your brain just explodes from all the awesomeness Mm -hmm. that's what this movie was the climax I won't spoil it for you thank
1: you it was really
2: the art direction is like the most superior thing oh my gosh Um, i've seen
4: animation style it didn't look there were a couple of times where it looked like it was made for 3d because some of the stuff up close was kind of out of focus Mm -hmm. or like some of the stuff really far away but there's this one scene where not spoiling it for you um they're like going to the banquet like they were looking in that window at the banquet Mm -hmm. and i was like those are real. That's real. They they got footage of that and they just put it in the movie and it's like, <laughs> gosh, they look like real people. So, yeah, it's just, I laughed so much. I cried, admittedly, a couple of times and that I didn't even cry at Christopher Robin. So, that's how, <laughs> yes, <but you're laughs> that's how cold some. of a heart I have. Yeah,
3: very cold. <laughs> um,
4: I didn't know, like some of the voice actors, like Chris Pine's in this movie. Oh, cool,
3: thanks.
5: Yeah, we like, like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in the first like oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. we forgot to talk about it on the episode actually, but uh, like the only Spider Man we didn't mention was Chris Pine. He's the first Spider Man okay. at the beginning of the movie, Shh, so. don't tell him. which I thought was Jake Johnson because the voices were similar enough. Yeah, but yeah, in the credits it showed Chris Pine. It's like wow, um,
4: like are, what did you say his name? Mahershala Ali or something? Mahershala Ali? Mahershala Ali. He's in it. He's the uncle, right? Yeah, yeah, the I uncle. think. Which, oh, the design of the Prowler is like the coolest thing.
3: It's really neat. Oh, I yeah. love, and
4: his like music or like that, whatever, the sound effect that played whenever he was like, it was like, you know, yeah. it was this kind of like growling but like mechanical thing.
5: Yeah.
4: Very. See it. I'm going to stop talking about it. Everybody needs to see this movie. Now please
1: tell about Mary Queen of Scots.
4: Okay. Mary Queen of Scots. England does not
0: look so different from Scotland. I, they are sisters. Queen Elizabeth, your cousin Mary has returned to take up her throne in Scotland. The Queen! My dear cousin Elizabeth, I hope we might meet in person, that I might embrace you. But ruling side by side, we must do so in harmony, not through a treaty drafted by men lesser than ourselves. My dear cousin, let our nations cherish each other as we would. Two kingdoms united.
1: How did the world come to this? Why is men servicing the whims of women? Mary is our foe. We must never bow to her as we bow before you.
5: You have the boldness to doubt my judgment. She is only your queen if I should not produce an heir. What is it like to have a man? (laughs) With heaven's blessing, we bring an heir to Scotland and to England.
1: It is a clear provocation. We must make war in Scotland.
5: So put your skills to use. Do
4: not play into their hands. Our hatred is precisely what they hope for. I know your heart has more within it than the men who counsel you. You would do well to watch your words. I will not be scolded by my inferior.
5: Your inferior.
4: Are you afraid, Henry? No. Good. Because our swords are not just for show. Ah!
5: We have a scourge
4: upon our land. Tis a woman with a crown.
2: Your beauty, your bravery. Now I see there is no
5: cause for envy. Your gifts will be your downfall. Should you murder me, remember you murder your sister,
4: and you murder your queen. I don't know how I feel about it.
1: How many Spider-Men are in it?
4: <laughs> None, sadly. Mm. I would have liked it better if it had had at least.
1: Half could you of it? imagine if, like halfway through this film, like they're doing this really epic period piece, and then Man <laughs> swung, like, starts
3: swinging through? When it comes out on it Blu-ray, awesome. we can do that with After Effects.
4: It would have been uh, awesome. Uh,
2: anyway. So what's wrong with it?
4: Um, this movie tries too hard.
2: Yeah, it's
4: mm-hmm. over dramatic. Like every scene. It's like if you condensed a season of The Tudors into one movie, <laughs> it's like every scene has to be so dramatic. Like there, and I get it. You know, there's high stakes. It's political drama. And, oh, war! They, Who cares? Well, there's the you know, war isn't even the most part of it. Like there's one rebellion that goes on, and that's. And it's then there's war. another one that's talked about. What's bigger than war? So there's no
3: real <laughs> quiet moments in between to kind of like give you character. Moments there's
4: and... a couple, but they're just sprinkled in,
3: mm. and you're
4: like. I needed more of that. I needed less of like stabbing and political intrigue and like really dramatic, like births. And stuff. Oh my gosh. It was so weird.
5: Dramatic. So I have birth. to tell
4: you, okay, so spoilers for history. So Mary queen of Scots gives birth to James the first slash six, depending on who you ask. And so there's the scene where she is writing to Elizabeth and she's giving birth. So that's like the voiceover of their letters So Mary's giving birth. Elizabeth is doing this. Do you guys know what quilling is? Quilling, of course. Quilling. It's like an art. You like quill paper. You rush in a movie, right? No. Okay. Um. So you you quill paper. You turn it like around a little thing, and it kind of curls it up. So she's doing this quilling project where she's making all these red flowers, and so then she, Mary or sorry, Elizabeth, is done and she has like she's laying on the floor and all these flowers are out in front of like, in front of her legs. Like just kind of like that, and mm. then oh, it flips over back to Mary, and she's just giving birth, and there's just like this bleeding right, <laughs> like gross. right out in front of like. <laughs> and it's like it's oh wow, visual symmetry. I know. It's like wow, really, you guys <laughs> trying so hard. So it's just like it's trying too hard to be Oscar bait. Yeah.
1: yeah. That being
4: said, it
3: won't be nominated for anything. The
4: performances are phenomenal. What, what's her name? Sheree Ronin. sure Ronan. Uh, Sure, sure, that lady, Lady Hawk, R- yeah, Ronan. <laughs> oh, I have. I brought Lady Hawk with me, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah, you but heard Ronan see it. <laughs> carries this movie like she just and she just does it effortlessly.
3: And what about uh, Tanya Harding, aka Harley Quinn? She looks Margot Robbie. In
4: this movie. Um, there's a. She's not in it very much because obviously it's Mary Queen of Scots, but the scene she has, she's really good. There's the one where she's like in a stable. And she's like, I don't know how to. Is she unstable? Dis-
1: <laughs> God, I should write there's so just, many Oscars. You can re- retire
3: I, right it's,
4: now. It's, it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But there's this moment where she has Horse queen.
2: <laughs> <by> Henry Jarvis.
4: <laughs> God. Okay. I think she. Copyright Henry Jarvis.
1: This <laughs> is mine. So.
4: I think there was like she had like just gotten word that mary was pregnant so or some there was some discussion about like how she needed to have an heir and so she takes this like blanket or something and she like holds it in front <laughs> of her stomach and she turns sideways and she looks at her shadow and her shadow looks like she's pregnant it's in the trailer y'all mm. but anyway um
1: what's it trying to say i, I kind of missed this part like, she's
4: just trying to like imagine like what would i look like if i were pregnant will kind i of look a thing. fat
1: <laughs> I mean,
4: like just I mean, at at I don't her, know. Listen, her silhouette. When I'm, if she was pregnant, when
1: I'm fantasizing about, about being a pregnant woman, it's usually about like it usually involves me being like, oh, me raising the child and oh, my relationship with this kid I'm gonna have. Not, boy, I best look good when I'm pregnant. Like, my baby bump better be bopping. I think she's selfish. I think she's a bad mother.
4: So, and then it ends Twelve. with like Henry Wade. <laughs>
1: I'll take Jarvis over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue on your review of Scotts.
4: Um, I think the kind of silent MVP of the movie is the guy who plays Mary's half-brother. Don't know his name. I'd have to look it up. I'm on it. Okay, Henry's going to look Douglas it up. Douglas of Scots. But, like, one of the few quiet moments in this movie is Mary and him are walking down the road. They're just, like, talking. She's pregnant with James, and she's telling him that, hey, I'm going to name him James after you, my brother, and our dad. And he just—they have this like very nice moment of like because they've kind of been in conflict up to this point, and she's like, "I just want my son to know his uncle," mm. and he gets like really like you know emotional, and he kind of breaks down in her arms, and is just like this is a beautiful moment. Like, why can't more of the movie be like this and not ah political intrigue, stabbing, blowing up shit? It's, like, it sounds
3: like everything. It's it, it, it sounds like everything is trying to succeed at the favorite does way better. Like, and actually,
4: and I, it was funny because the, pl- the favorite was playing upstairs at the same time. Because I was at <laughs> you the Mayan. Just, you just there left. were way <laughs> more people up at the favorite. Cause I, the favorite was upstairs? The favorite was upstairs.
3: Weird choice, Mayan, but okay. I don't know. probably because it's been there longer than Mary. No,
2: I think what happened is because Queen of Scots was supposed to be at the Esquire, and they had to move oh, it. So I think okay. contractually, yeah. they needed a bigger screen for yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Robbie I was demands. the
4: only one in my showing, except for two other people who came in late. So, good good choice, Mayan. <laughs> Although that theater is beautiful, so I ain't yeah. complaining.
1: I'm looking at the th- at the four lead actors or the th- four main actors in the film, and uh, I was going to start being like, "Oh, is it this one?" They all look identical. Yeah, so I can't, like, yeah, no, it'd be really hard one to one
4: tell. It'd be really <laughs> what, what, hard to tell. It's not David Tennant. I don't remember. Is it's, it Guy Pearce? I guess it's whoever plays James. David, Lord
1: Darnley or Robert no. Dudley.
4: I don't remember. Yeah, that's another problem with this movie is, like, everybody talks in accents, and it's like, this would be when, like, (laughs) subtitles would come in really handy. Um, Oh, and David Tennant's only in, like, five scenes, so kind of criminal underuse of David Tennant. Hashtag rude,
1: if I say so myself.
4: So, but yeah, the performances are phenomenal. The cinematography is gorgeous. Like, I just want to marry the cinematography in this movie. It's so good. (laughs)
3: Um, I want to marry visual <laughs> concepts, <laughs> storyboards, <laughs> lighting fixtures, uh, things in the thirds.
4: <laughs> yeah, and the costuming.
1: I want to get my ass up in that third.
2: <laughs> it's Mr. Just, Wes Anderson, it's all really in the middle. <laughs>
4: it's really good, and the costumes are great because it's a nice blend of like intricate and beautiful. But also, there are times when it calls for like grungy and dirty, and so it feels like a lived-in world. But also, a lived-in world with like really rich people. So, I think they did a good job. But yeah, I don't know if I'd recommend it. I guess if you were interested in seeing it, it's probably worth checking out. It's-
2: or if you like beautiful cinematography, oh, that's worth
4: yeah, your time. <laughs> you like same t- cinematography. same cinematographer
1: who's <laughs> doing <laughs> Detective Pikachu. So,
4: oh my. <God>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to give Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse two cookies, wow. two of those like double oh, chocolate shit. chip cookies you get from like King Supers that are amazing. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And then I'm going to give Mary Queen of Scots three quarters of a cookie, like a cookie with a bite taken out of it. And it's like, oatmeal. Like, so that like, so you're really so kind like, like, of oh, okay, like, like oatmeal like, raisin. So you're like, oh, it's chocolate chip. Oh no, it's I was going to say like those cherry chip cookies raisin. that
3: you know they're not good for you but they're okay once.
4: Or the pumpkin ones, the pumpkin chip ones mm. that you're like, "Oh, it's just a regular chocolate chip cookie" and then you take a bite and, ugh, it's like, a pumpkin." And uh, then you throw it mean, back. It's
3: still a cookie but like,
1: so like that kind of thing. This cookies yeah. basic.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's Try really better. Uh, so. Eh. But everybody needs to go see Spider-Verse.
3: It's interesting to think Mary Queen of Scots was hyped for so long because of the things it did to Margot Robbie's appearance. Uh, we I talking and, about that film since fucking February. Yeah, already. I know. It's like, so, they were
1: aiming for that film to be this year's Revenant. I know,
3: and then when you heard nothing after that first trailer in terms of buzz, I'm like, what What happened to it? Yeah, it fought. was really yeah, weird. Yeah. No, I know, but it's just like, you, since we don't know all the buzz coming out of every single angle and whatnot, but... Yeah, I mean, I want to watch it, but maybe I'll wait till Blu-ray. I
2: don't know.
4: Yeah, it, that would be fine.
2: I'd rather see Roma. <laughs> oh boy, what's the matter, Henry?
1: Oh, nothing. I'm just, you know, I'm just here. Oh, girl, uh, do we, you want me to tell you some we, of the films that you did not get to see?
3: Yeah, let's. I was about to say
2: r- Roma was on that list, and Roma the, the list, dice yeah. decided against it. Yeah, yeah I know.
3: Um, it and Netflix don't want me to watch Roman in theaters. theater. <laughs> so let's
2: let's open all the other presents uh, that we're not not entitled to. Uh,
1: well, again, I took it a little bit more harshly. Uh, some things <laughs> to recommend. I also put on Two One One, which is the latest Nicolas Cage directed DVD uh, oh, film. Shit, we missed out. Uh, on Letterboxd, it's the fifth worst film of 2018. So
2: basically, you dug into your trash can. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like then, someone will wash it. and so, Stuffed them all in Ziploc bags. Yeah, you know. And then wrapped them in newspaper and gave them to everybody.
1: Pretty much. And then I set it on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. here, stomp it out. So,
2: As you were handing it to them,
1: like, yeah, here, like, hold this fire. Here, catch. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have done that. Dumplin', the new uh, Jennifer Aniston film about beauty pageants. I don't I know what to make of that trailer. There was one film that I refused to watch, but I really wanted one of you to watch it, uh, called The American Meme which is a documentary on meme culture and, and uh, Instagram influencers. The main character is Paris Hilton, and I would hate to watch this,
3: so I was really hoping you would. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a glutton for self-punishment. I'll trigger a shot.
1: A couple good films that are like on like the top 50 of the year, Happy as Lazaro, Shirkers, Madeline's Madeline. I've not seen any of them. Or really Madeline's even, Madeline I've heard some yeah. stuff about. Yeah. Slice I threw on there. You've seen we, that already. We've already yeah, yeah, we we seen, seen it, too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roma, First Reformed, Buster Scruggs. Hold the dark. Yeah, is I Mowgli. put his oh,
3: point to Zach. Hold the dark. Well, is no, a hilarious I put, comedy. I put uh, Buster Scruggs because I didn't think he'd seen it, so so, uh, and I thought it'd be interesting to hear him talk about it. But Mowgli, the
2: void. He's which pointing we've at both me now? Seen. Yeah, <laughs> the void. Yeah, yeah, the void. What's I saw a it.
4: Devoid of emotion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the void, and it's it's actually pretty good. Oh it's from. The guys who made Father's oh, Day. They?
3: Oh, well, well, we've talked
1: about this. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's
2: actually kind of good. <laughs> it's, it's on Netflix yeah. I liked it more than most people, I would say. The, the so, style is good. Yeah. The characters are not great.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cam is what I got. Uh, we had all these modern films, then <laughs> Brad threw and <in> Reindeer
2: Games. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, there needs to be like a holiday movie on this list, right? Yeah, I, sure. You,
3: know, you, you, you mean American classic John Frankenheimer's Ranger Games? <laughs> I think it was
2: below cam on the menu, so yeah. that's why I picked it.
3: You know, I heard recently that Vin Diesel refused to take out his shirt off for that movie, and that's why he was fired. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah.
1: Um, then other films that I recommended, Sleepless, that Jamie Foxx one that no one saw or cared about. It was, I was didn't even know it was there. I was <laughs> scraping bottom of the barrel at that point. Um, 22 July, Apostle, which I was hoping someone would see. Uh, that film's even longer.
2: With Robert Duvall?
1: No. Apostle, The film that came out, it's made by the guy who made The Raid. Oh, about, okay. Uh, Dan Stevens. It's the plot of Wicker Man, but made by the guy who made The Raid. Oh, um, <laughs> That sounds interesting. Uh, how it ends an apocalyptic film with the one that had, like, two fantasy one at one point. Does Dan Stevens get attacked by bees? Uh, He gets attacked by fucking other things. Um, okay, cool. And, he, he gets a, and then he fights Emma back Watson. with Christ. <laughs> um, fights back with Christ. Oh yeah, he throws him a Watson as a bat, <laughs> <Use> that, <like. laughs> and then uh, you were never really here. It was last when I put in. So okay, cool. I really wanted to put in the house that Jack built. I wanted to force
3: someone else to watch that film because I want to talk about that next uh, week. But is it? Let me just ask. Yes. So you've already seen it. Yes. Okay. Is it like? Is it
2: unwatchable
3: or yes. is it just bad? <laughs> Both. Like, uh, okay. Yeah.
2: Did you see at the Almo screening? Oh, fuck that no <laughs> um, uh, yeah the unrated one did you uh, see it early
1: uh no i i got invited to a screening for it like no. the director cut screening of it but i just, was like you know what? no i'm good like i don't <laughs> know i don't need to sit through with lars von trier in theaters so <laughs> with yeah. other people in the room instead i watched it hung over on a plane so <laughs> <laughs> better idea
3: all, all right. right lars von trier
1: yeah. We'll talk about that more in depth next week or this week or something. Yeah,
2: like I said, you're getting two episodes this week. So the main one, it, we're just we're, we're waiting a couple days for uh some of us to recover and we'll we'll provide that by the end of the week and um we know that's Mary Poppins returns. We don't know what we're going to see after that because we have one more movie we'll before Film Explosion. Movies. Yeah. Um so
4: Could always see Mary Queen of Scots, I guess. We <sighs> could
2: do that.
1: I mean, I'm imagining just. Ooh, given.
4: how about Marwin? I really want to see that. Welcome to Marwin.
2: It's, a po- it's possible. I've heard bad things, but yes, really, so, yeah, it's, it's sitting at You've 20 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. So. oh,
4: damn. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine given to our to reception to his
1: other film, I imagine Vice will probably be one of the big contenders. So
2: possibly, I've also or already Aquaman? seen Aquaman.
1: Aquaman,
3: oh, yeah. Holmes and Watson.
2: Holmes and Watson's don't coming think, out.
1: D- I don't think many of us are going to be rushing out to see that one. Yeah, I am because I'm There's the only Sherlock, Sherlock many Holmes movies fan. Here. Coming out. Bumblebee. Like Bumblebee. Yeah. The bad Transformers
2: film. Bumblebee. The other thing is, the first three weeks of January <laughs> Wait,
1: um, <laughs>
2: it are really bad, so we got to hold some of these over. Yeah.
4: Um, or you could do more film explosions. Can you imagine <laughs> we just got rid of all our no, the first I No, time. I've, I've told you before, like you could do a film explosion for movie trailers. Ooh. Ooh, that's or, an interesting idea. Or for film scores, or film scorers, film composers. Like, I've talked like to you guys about this. My idea. I want to do before. the top
3: ten films that I assume Brad likes. <laughs> just get them all wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, yeah.
3: <laughs> Follow it up next year with Henry. <laughs> then I'll do you the following year. But oh boy! Then it'll it, and then I'll just like. By that by that point, you'll all just tell me. you do get like a film explosion, but have it be the roast of one. Of us. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> like everyone
1: is like, "Here is what I think Brad would like." Yeah. <laughs> just like
4: or just roast
5: all
3: of your I favorite think Brad's movies. Dumb. Guys, I, guys, I just want to hope that the spirit of Don Rickles will infuse itself into me. But well,
1: you probably have to do me because you'd be like, "Here are these eight French films about lesbian porn." <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah. yeah. Who knows? What's Let's see what happens next week.
4: Yeah.
2: Until next week. Or this week. Or the or week. forever.
4: Until next time. <laughs> here, now, wherever
3: you are. And forever now. We, Real Nerds Heart will go on.
2: Almost eight years of this show, <laughs> and we still haven't fall, figured out a, a good, like, ends, end call sign to this This show. is the end.
3: <laughs> You're still here? It's over. Get out. <laughs> Fucking sack. <Zach.
4: laughs> Y'all don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay
0: here. <laughs> Corinne. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics